what I like to recommend to you and your listeners is bookend your day. Start off your day by writing three things that you're grateful for. And at the end of the day, write down three things that you're grateful for. And so you, you start to create that positive energy. The we men are afraid to ask for help to, you know, get business advice because I'm a man. I don't ask for help. I don't ask for directions. I don't, you know, want somebody to tell me what to do. But that's in that's a in my view a failure because we need uh, to ask for help. It's okay. Number one, definitely to focus on yourself. Uh, number two. Uh, you might have to fire some of your friends. And number three uh, would be to just simply take time to find a new hobby, a new... And that's next on Bootstrapping Your Dreams show. So, the big question is this. How are ambitious people like us, who don't have a lot of resources, did not go to Ivy League colleges, were not born into wealth, how do we become resourceful enough? Use our creativity, our dedication, and a little bit of crazy to bootstrap our way to realizing our dreams. Whether it is launching a new company, launching a new app, or making it to the top of the corporate ladder. That is the question. And this podcast will give you the answers. Hey listeners and viewers, we have created a tremendous community of bootstrappers, entrepreneurs, and professionals who are ambitious, resourceful, and want to get things done. We brainstorm, support, and help each other out. Come join us. Navigate to bootstrapping.group. That is bootstrapping.group. If you like this video, do not forget to hit that like button now. Or if you want us to improve our content, go ahead and hit the thumbs down button and give us your feedback in the comment section below. Here at Tetranoodle, we are passionate about entrepreneurship, technology, and innovation. Every week, we bring you insightful and engaging interviews, tips, tricks, and strategies to help you grow your business or rise in your corporate profession. So if you're new here, please consider subscribing. And do not forget to hit that bell icon so that you are notified when we publish new content. Hello and welcome to this new episode of Bootstrapping Your Dreams Show. I'm your host, Manoj Agarwal, and today we'll be talking with Tommy Maloney. So Tommy holds a degree of uh, degrees in science, communication of technology and communication and radio broadcasting. Tommy uh, thought his world had ended when he went through his divorce, through his struggles and uh, struggles Tommy wanted to help dads. And then um, when he got remarried to serve blended families, Tommy went from hitting rock bottom of not having a home to battling depression during the divorce. And today, Tommy is a published author of several books like 25 Tips for Divorced Dads, Why Not You, Why Not Me, and My Dad's Advice at four, uh, 5.04 a.m. Uh, he's a parenting coach, a TEDx speaker, and an executive producer, and the host of the podcast, Blending the Family. Welcome, Tommy. Manoj, it's an honor to be here. I'm so excited. You're, you're making my day today. So thank awesome. you for, for letting me have your airwaves. Uh, thank you so much. I'm glad, uh, I'm glad you're excited as well. So 
Uh, your uh, story is a very interesting one. And I think, uh, you know, I haven't gone through a divorce myself, but I can relate to that through my own uh, problems with mental health. So let's first unpack your story. Can you tell us a little bit about what happened, how it happened, and, uh, you know, what uh, lessons it taught you in your life? Well, it started back in 2008. Uh, my f- former wife and I um, just ended in, in a, a divorce, and we had well, we still do. We have a son who's now 16. He was around five at the time. And uh, you're talking about, you know, not having a home. Uh, I travel for work and I I essentially just lived out of hotels during the divorce. And my son, uh, we spent uh, uh, graduations in a hotel. We spent birthdays in a hotel. We even did Easter in a hotel. And then finally he said to me, dad, we need our own place. And so eventually I did get uh, a townhome, which was uh, about a mile from where he and his mom lived. And I made a conscious effort to make sure that uh, I was still in the same area. I didn't move anywhere because I wanted to build that relationship with him, knowing that I wasn't in the same household anymore. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that must have been a very stressful time for sure. Uh, now, uh, this kind of stress and mental health, uh, sort of, you know, when, when your thoughts become clouded with, with all that is going on in your personal life, I really want to unpack how it affects your professional life. Because, uh, you know, to share uh, one minute of my story, I had similar issues where, you know, I was going through some depression, anxiety. And what I found out was no matter how hard I tried to, uh, you know, progress in my career. It never used to work out until I sat down and said, okay, I need to deal with these personal issues first and then uh, gain some handle on, on, you know, what is going on inside my brain. Only then the external world started responding to, you know, what I was trying to do. So what is your experience in this regard? Well, the only way I could describe it was a friend of mine talking about his depression. And I, when I heard what, how, what he calls it, it really resonated with me and I still go through it. And it's called just a fog. A fog will roll in, something will trigger it, be it uh, I don't get the opportunity to see my son or uh, traveling too much or just something from, uh, from the outside world will trigger the fog. And I'll just be in a state of depression. For me, uh, I've been battling depression since I've been pretty young. I come from a divorced family. Um, I had several, in my younger days, I've had several suicide attempts. And what I've had to discover was, all right, why do I go through these? What is triggering it? And so from what I do is I'll just, one of my favorite uh, apps is Headspace. And so I have to constantly just remind myself to just take a step back, relax and just focus on the positive and don't focus on what what the world is is bombarding me with and so for me it's been um it's it's a daily struggle but at the same time i'm very blessed to have um, a wife that is very supportive Uh, i have two awesome bonus daughters i have my son and so those are the little things that i have to remember that are are part of my life and you know, my mom, my dad, and, and what have you. So that's, that's where I resonate with the fog. So from time to time, the fog will still, will still roll in. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, th- that's natural, and we are only humans, so I can relate to that as well. But uh, you brought uh, brought up two very interesting points. One is gratitude for what you have. Uh, you know, as humans, we are always sort of looking at the negative side of things, and and all the stimulus around us, the social media, the news, they don't really help because they we're all sort of you know negatively uh, uh, gravitated towards what's bad uh, happening in the world. Uh, and gratitude sort of helps recognize what is good. So uh, can you elaborate a little bit more? Because you did um, mention family, but there are so many other things we can be grateful for. So so tell us a little bit about that. How did you discover it? And what kind of effects did it eventually have expressing this gratitude um, in your life? Manuj, I don't want to be a walking cliche, but one of the things that really impacted me in my life was uh, I had a former boss uh, give me the DVD, The Secret. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm like, okay. And so I, I watched it and I said, oh, this is pretty cool. And again, it's talking about your, what talking about is, is, is that positive energy. And then years later, actually here, here in my home office, let me just grab, I just happen to have this, which is called The Magic, mm-hmm. which is also part of this um, uh, burn, uh, Rhonda Burns' uh, secret. And then she did the magic. And then I have my own little personal journal that I use to write, you know, three things that I'm grateful for. And so you're talking about, you know, the media and the world and things like that. And so we can't control that, Manuj. What we can control is how we start our day and how we end our day. Whatever happens in between, we we always can't control that. And so what I like to recommend to you and your listeners is bookend your day. Start off your day by writing three things that you're grateful for. And at the end of the day, write down three things that you're grateful for. And so you, you start to create that positive energy, the, you know, the positive energy that will flow within you will flow outside of you as well. Yeah, that's true. And yeah, I mean, I was not uh, really criticizing the media. And I mean, they do what they do, right? So it, as you put it, like, you know, we have our thought process under our control. So we can choose to uh, watch or react to whatever we uh, we want to do. And then, you know, keeping that positive outlook is the key. Uh, so so point taken and, and thanks for sharing that. And now the second point you raised, which is again, you know, very important, which is, uh, uh, going inside your head, trying to learn uh, about yourself using apps like Calm or Headspace and meditating. So tell us a little bit about that and how did you come across that and what kind of effects did it have eventually in your life? I, uh, I'm a huge uh, listener of, of other podcasts. I mean, I, I produce three podcasts, but I also have to listen to hear. So I want to take a step back. I, I worked 10 years in, in radio and some of the places I worked, you know, we, we had to, we had not just music, but we had, you know, the local news and things like that. And so unfortunately it's still true when I worked in radio as it is today with this, with media. And that is if it bleeds, it leads. And so we get too bombarded with, again, like we've been talking about too much negative energy. And so finding um, headspace, finding calm, uh, as the two you mentioned, they help me, um, especially when, when I am having those days where I just need to sit back and relax, or if I, if I know I'm 
going to have problems sleeping, uh, just too much going on up here, I'll, yeah, yeah. I'll use the Headspace app, put the headphones in, lay back, and listen to uh, the walkthrough of, of the meditation. And it helps. I mean, I'll fall asleep, and I'll wake up the next morning, and I'll, I'll feel in a better state than I did the night before. And so I, I just discovered these listening to other podcasters and their guests uh, talking about these uh, wonderful apps on helping uh, each each of us try and just be have more positive energy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now uh, th- that's a that's a very uh, true fact. And uh, one other thing, what I want to talk about is this uh, self awareness of uh, being positive or negative, because. Uh, unless, uh, you know, we make a conscious effort, in my opinion, uh, we tend to sort of go with the flow and we don't even know that, you know, we are thinking these negative thoughts or, uh, as you put it, the fog has set in and we are just sort of uh, getting through the day with, with, uh, with this heaviness in our mind, in our, in our uh, psyche. So when you uh, move towards uh, you know these these apps or uh, expressing gratitude did you feel that self awareness level rise and then you were able to sort of uh, control uh, your process by realizing what was going on inside i i you know it's a daily struggle i have to remind myself um, i know for your listeners watching it's easier to do but i have these bands that are always on me. And I have one that says, I am grateful. One says, what's important now? Um, a gentleman, I was on a flight a few weeks ago and he noticed I had the, the bands. He goes, here, I want to give you one. And so I have a new one that says, um, I commit my energy to create a better world for all. And so I have these with me every day and there are times where if I'm in a foul mood, because like, like you said, we're human, I'll have to remind myself and look down and go, Oh, I I need to be grateful. I need to use some more positive energy. I mean, a quick story is on Friday nights when I'm coming back from a business trip, I take lift uh, from the airport, from Denver airport to home and from time to time, uh, my wife and I talk about these, I call them God moments. And what that means is I'll have a conversation with uh, the driver and we'll find some commonality or they might have a struggle. Mm. And I feel like that's my purpose in life is to sit there and listen to them, listen to them talk about their issues or problems and, and go, well, let me try and help. Let me try and serve you. And so those are those times where I could be in a really bad mood. It's been, I I might've had a a flight cancel or delayed and all this. And I'm sitting in the, in the car and and hearing their issues and go, this is why I'm on this planet. This is why to help, to help other people. And so again, it's just a daily reminder. My daily reminders right here um, for your YouTube listeners and watchers that, we're all going to have those daily struggles, but if we just remind ourselves that life is still beautiful, we're all human, just to relax and go, Usa. Yeah, awesome. Uh, and, uh, you know, people who are listening in, uh, basically, you know, these are um, 
these uh, rubber bands uh, that have uh, these these uh, coats written on them, and I'm sure you have seen them. Uh, many people wear them. So, I mean, any aid that you can adopt, like these are, this is a very good strategy to have it on your wrist. But uh, you know, uh, you can use um, a background picture on your phone, on on your on your desktop, whatever it takes to just remind you uh, during the day that you know uh, the important things are much bigger than whatever small problems that you're dealing with and and uh, you know you are you're helping other people which is a very noble thing to do so so thanks a lot for that and congratulations on finding all these little ways of uh, you know elevating your own own uh, energy uh, but here here uh, i would like to talk about uh, another aspect which people are struggling with loneliness and and lack of support so when you talk to these strangers do you get a feeling that you know the the rate of loneliness and and people not getting the support from friends and family is it rising is it uh, getting worse oh that's a great question you know personally my story is i'm an only child and and I've been used to this so-called loneliness. Uh, I, I have several colleagues who struggle going to restaurants by themselves. I'm like, what's, I don't understand what the big deal is. And, and they look at it as it's, it's a negative. I'm like, you're going to a restaurant, who cares? Um, but yeah, I do see more and more people are having that, um, that loneliness, that, you know, they don't understand that whatever they're going through, somebody else is going through. I mean, I, I yeah. said to the driver last night, I, you know, I'll remind myself that there's somebody worse off than I am, you know, uh, somebody who can't pay their bill. Somebody, you know, talk about the, the divorced dad aspect of it. You know, there, there are dads out there who, who don't have the opportunity uh, to see their, their children on a regular basis. And so, I do feel coming from a, and I don't want to generalize, but a lot of us men are afraid to ask for help. We're afraid to, you know, a lot of your audience are, are entrepreneurs and, and business leaders. And we men are afraid to ask for help to, you know, get business advice because I'm a man. I don't ask for help. I don't ask for directions. I don't, you know, want somebody to tell me what to do, but that's in that's a in my view a failure because we need uh, to ask for help. It's okay, um, you know. We we again look at it as a failure, but it's a strength when we can go to you know our our beloved ones, our our colleagues, and say, "I'm struggling with this business idea, this business proposal, this uh, speaking event. Can you help me?" And so again, yeah, I do see a lot of too many loneliness uh, out there. And, and again, we just not be afraid to ask for help. Yeah, yeah. no, that's so true. And, and this uh, notion of, uh, you know, being a man and not asking for help, eventually it sort of actually works against you because uh, for, if, for nothing else, you know, it'll take more time and you'll be more frustrated trying to f figure things out on your own. So if, if somebody has uh, gone through this path and they can, tell you what to do and what to what not to do you can get there uh, quicker and and that will save time and a lot of uh, frustration in my opinion oh i agree i i totally agree because it's it's exactly like you said mm -hmm. you know you sit there and you're, you're banging your head against the wall when you could ask somebody and they might have a, a resolution you didn't think about or 
even if it wasn't something that really resonated with you, maybe down a day or two or an hour or two, you'll go, oh, I, I've got an idea. I've got a solution for it. So, yeah, yeah I, I, I totally agree with you, Manoush. Awesome. That's great. Now, let's go back to your uh, story. Um, maybe, you know, I hope uh, people are... Uh, People are happy, whoever's listening, whoever's watching, but uh, some people may be going through some rough time, especially with their family, maybe going through separation or divorce. So uh, going through that kind, of, um, that kind of experience, can you tell us, uh, having gone through it yourself, what are some of the strategies that you can share with people uh, in, uh, you know, uh, to help them keep a positive outlook as they're going through some tough times? Well, it, it doesn't necessarily have to be divorce, but we can use that as, as a foundation. And one of the things, you know, as a, as a parenting coach, one of the things I've spoken to my clients about is, you know, I've got a, a good friend of mine who's, who's one of those people where he'll bounce from relationship to relationship to relationship instead of focusing on himself and taking time for himself. Yes, you have to focus on your kids, but at the same time, if you're not taking the time for yourself, you're not doing your kids any good. You're not doing, you know, your next relationship any good because you go from one bad relationship to another bad relationship and all that could be just somewhat resolved if you just focus on yourself and find, you know, your internal happiness. Um, one of the things I learned going through my divorce was uh, something I learned from Zig Ziglar many years ago was that Zig Ziglar talked about if you know you're in a, in, in a depression or in a funk, don't wallow in it. Take time to, to go into that funk, but set a goal for, okay, I'm done. I have to move on. And I tell a lot of people, one of the things I did, I six months, I went six months in this funk and I was just a walking zombie and I was doing no justice uh, for my son. And so that's where, you know, I get some pushback from others saying, well, you really can't control that. You can, you really can. You can, you can focus on other things. You can find a new, new hobby. You can start a business. You can focus on you know, helping somebody else. And so that's, that's the lot of things I see is that people cover up their insecurities by going from one thing to another instead of just taking a step back and focusing on themselves. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, it comes back to the safe, uh, same self-awareness aspect, which I find a lot of people, uh, I mean, again, you know, not, not blaming anybody, but, you know, having gone through similar experience, I didn't even know what was happening, right? So uh, the first step uh, to to getting better is to realize there is something wrong, and 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 realizing, as you put it, it is under our control to get rid of it and 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 try to fix it ourselves. Yeah, uh, and tell you not to not to uh, be spammy or anything, but the the best thing that came out of uh, my divorce and then getting remarried is uh, my son and my bonus daughter, uh, the middle one, they went and they created their own, their own book called awesome. uh, 10 tips on how to survive your parents' divorce. And wow. so they saw tragedy firsthand. I mean, they both watched their parents go through divorce, but at the same time they came together and said, 
how can we help others? And again, it goes back to focusing on others instead of focusing, you know, the negativity on the why me and everybody's out to get me. But if you can find, um, I know it's the word is thrown around a lot is your purpose. You can find your why. Maybe that purpose and why is just serving others and seeing how they can benefit from your help. Sure. Yeah, that's great. And um, one thing I like to say is uh, finding a purpose is very important, but also I find that people um, do not put themselves through a lot of different experiences to find that purpose. They sort of, you know, go with the flow as life unfolds. So what are your views about it? How, what, what are your uh, strategies uh, to finding that purpose? Um, something that you can share. Wow. Um, finding your purpose is, uh, that's a tough question because I, I think especially as, as business owners, we get too caught up in, well, this is what I've been trained to do. This is what I, I, I need to do instead of going outside your lane and finding other avenues. Um, you know, for me, I, I tried years ago as far as having, uh, as I like to call the, the dreaded day job, I tried to find something different and it, it was not who I was. And so if you can find different experiences, you'll be amazed at yourself. Um, one, of, one of my favorite people I like to follow on Instagram is Jesse Itzler. And Jesse Itzler is married to uh, Sarah Blakely of Spanx. Well, Jesse Itzler talks a lot about your, not your regular resume, but he's talking about your life resume. And he's talking about what you're, what you're focused on this question about having different experiences for your, your life resume, you know, you know, going for a hike, doing things that are just not in your comfort zone. And so those little things like, going for a hike or, or going for you know a workout or taking a cooking class. Maybe you don't know how to cook, but finding something else will help generate, you know, other ideas. You know, you could be uh, struggling in, in a, in a business uh, question that you just can't figure out, but maybe if you take, I don't know, a, a spin class or again, a cooking class and something will resonate with you and it's just finding your, Again, your uh, life resume versus your your working resume. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It has to be looked at uh, holistically. You know, um, just uh, focusing on the economic uh, or or you know earning money or economic goals is may not be enough because it it may actually not uh, come true if if uh, your other aspects of life are not in order, right? Oh, exactly. I mean, we we. Sh- if if your main purpose is to make money, that's fine. But you're not going to get uh, out of life why you were put on this planet, in my view. Yeah, yeah exactly. Okay, now let's talk about um, after the fact, you know, post-divorce or post uh, some tra- uh, tragedy. Uh, how? Um, what are your strategies to cope with that uh, event that just happened? Well, number one, again, is to focus on you. Take time for you. And, um, again, we, we go through a divorce or we go through a major breakup and we want to find, you know, the next ex wife or the next ex spouse instead of just taking a step back. Um, 
so that'd be number one, definitely to focus on yourself. Uh, number two, uh, you might have to fire some of your friends. And what I mean by that is if you surround yourself by uh, those negative people, you know, those people that are said, oh, you're better off without that person, you know, uh, we'll find you somebody, you might need to get away from those people. And number three uh, would be to just simply take time to find a new hobby, a new, a new, maybe a new habit. Um, again, find something that you've been putting on, you put on the shelf years ago, but because you were in a relationship, you had to put that whatever it was up on the bookshelf and now maybe just dust it off and find, find something. And maybe it's something you're not interested in anymore, but maybe there's something you are interested in and, and take the time to, to learn. Yeah. I mean, we should be learning every day, every day. For sure, for sure. All right. And now let's talk about parenting because, uh, you know, that's another aspect. One, one aspect is obviously you are responsible for yourself. But if you're a parent, uh, if you're a dad or mom, you're also responsible for another human being and not only um, for them right now, but, you know, laying the foundation for their growth and their life in the future. So what are some of your strategies in, in uh, you know, giving them the best experience in, in, in the situation you are? Uh, so that they grow up to be mature people, and you know, as as uh, you shared, you know, helping realizing what situation they are in, and helping others get through similar situations. You know, one of the things I've I've learned is that, especially as a dad, we try to fix everything, uh-huh. and we we need to stop doing that. That's number one. Now, with so after my divorce. I had, or let me, prior to my divorce, I thought I would spend, you know, the rest of my life with my my former spouse and I would be able to see my son on a daily basis. And turns out I took that time with my son for granted. And because of that, because of, you know, again, like I said earlier, I lived in hotels. I was trying to do the best that I could with my son. Uh, matter of fact, I, I used to kid because he would uh, put the request in to me of what kind of hotel he wanted that weekend. So the the hotel had to have a pool. Um, it had to have uh, a hot tub. And the funny thing is, back then, he didn't know how to swim. Uh, I see. But it was a learning opportunity for, for me because here he is. He He wasn't able to communicate it, but it was those opportunities of, Hey dad, why don't you teach me how to swim? And so that's what I did. We, we would spend, you know, quality time learning how to swim. And then again, him coming to me saying, all right, we need our own place. And so one of the things, matter of fact, just recently, somebody somewhere on social, somebody had posted about after you go through a divorce, how do you get the furniture for your kids and all this? And, I received advice right after my divorce from a friend of mine saying, have your kids part of that process. Mm-hmm. And so when my son and I went to the furniture store to get his, his bedroom furniture, I had him decide what, what furniture to pick out because this is going to be theirs. This is going to be where they're going to stay with you, you know, on those, on those weekends or during the week. And so I wanted to make sure that, you know, talk about setting up a child for success or 
teaching them even about failure is put the decision making into their hands. Even if they come back to you and say, I, I don't know which one, which one do you want, dad? Mm-hmm. You, you can kind of nudge them, but at the same time, you're, you're setting them up to learn about making decisions. And maybe if it's something that they didn't want, you're teaching them about, about failure as well. Yeah. Something else I used to do was um, when I used to subscribe to Success Magazine, and back then when they would have uh, CDs uh, in every issue, I would always have those playing in the car because I I didn't want them, you know, the other the other kids too when they're in the car. I don't want them just listening to music. I mean, I love music. Heck, I, like I said, I come from radio. I love music, but at the same time. I wanted them to hear uh, positive messages. I wanted them to hear uh, interviews from other people that have failed and how they were able to have a triumph return. And so those are those are some of the parenting things I've done in the past. Have they always worked? No. But they're learning opportunities, as we say in the world of training. For sure. Thank you so much for sharing that. And now, um, last question is, uh, what are some of the common mistakes that you, that you have seen people make going through some tragedy or divorce or, or things of that nature? Well, it, it goes back to, you know, let's, we can put it in a business perspective. You, you built a business and it failed and you think, oh my gosh, I'm a bad business person. No, it, it, it might've been something where you weren't good at maybe bookkeeping, maybe find somebody that's really good at bookkeeping. Uh, Maybe you're not good at sales. So you find somebody that you can emulate for sales with parenting. It's, it's the same way. If you're not good at something, don't be afraid. Like we've talked about, don't be afraid to ask for help. And you know, something I, I see a lot in both the parenting world and the business world is the imposter syndrome where you, you Unfortunately, that's the thing with social media. You see all these successful people and you go, oh, I can't do that. You see these successful parents. You see, you know, I I could not build a birdhouse if you paid me. I cannot change uh, the oil in our car. I'm not good at those things. But you see, uh, you know, parents out there that are so good at being able to build things. So you have imposter syndrome where you don't think you're good enough. Well, guess what? That's not the lane you're supposed to be in. There are other things that you can do as a business owner, as a parent, that you might realize, oh, I'm actually pretty good at that. And so that's that's what I see huge, huge um, stereotypes of, of people seeing all the, the Kardashians and they're like, oh my gosh, I, I can't live up to that. You're not supposed to, okay? So imposter syndrome can be in the, both the parenting world and, and in the business world. That's, that's what I see a lot of. Yeah, awesome. That's great. Well, thank you so much for being with us and opening up your heart and telling us all about your story and and teaching us about uh, how to deal with these situations, which uh, you know many of us may face uh, in one at one time or the other in our lives. Uh, it could be divorce or. Thanks anything. for having me. I mean, can I tell you? I've been looking for this ever since we scheduled this. This has been just fantastic. I want to thank you, Manoj, so much for your time today, and and to your listeners and your YouTube fans. Awesome. Man, well, this is man right here. 
that's all for now until next time and that's all for now until next time and if you are existing or an aspiring tech entrepreneur then i invite you to check out my new online workshop bootstrapping your tech startup dreams go to bootstraptechstartup.com and sign up for free i want to make sure that more successful and sound decisions are made every day in your tech projects let's start finding solutions to your problems so go to bootstraptechstartup.com and i look forward to helping you with your tech projects if you want more engaging videos and insightful interviews with industry's thought leaders then check out other videos we have picked for you the link is right there and if you want to be notified about our new content please do consider subscribing to our channel